Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. I invite you to check out all of my written work there at that website, Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Pee-wee's Big Holiday is the film I'm going to be reviewing today. It's a comedy-slash-adventure film. It's not rated, but I'd probably rate it PG because of some mild innuendo and language. The runtime is 90 minutes, and it stars Pee-wee Herman, a.k.a. Paul Rubens, Joe Manganiello, Richard Reel, Elia Shawkat, Jessica Polly, Stephanie Beatrice, Hal Landon Jr., and Paul Rust. The director is John Lee, and the screenplay is by Paul Rubens and Paul Rust. Now, fans of Pee Wee Herman will be ecstatic to see him back in a full-length feature film, albeit one made and shown directly for the world-class streaming service Netflix for its subscribers to enjoy. Because of that, there is a decidedly made-for-TV feel to Pee Wee's Big Holiday, but I would say it's still quite enjoyable for those viewers who aren't expecting Tim Burton's visionary direction or the ingenious Danny Elfman score or any of the amusing celebrity cameos that you've come to know and love within the course of a Pee-wee Herman adventure. Although Pee-wee has appeared in two theatrical solo films in the 1980s, there was 1985's Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and a couple of years later, Big Top Pee-wee, this film is not a direct sequel to either of those films, which were not connected either, come to think of it. In fact, this film seems to go out of its way to ignore those storylines outright by introducing us to a Pee-wee Herman who has never left his hometown of Fairville to see anything beyond its city limits, save for a time when he had a harrowing botched attempt to go to Salt Lake City. That misadventure nipped his wanderlust in the bud. While at work as a cook in a local diner, Pee-wee meets and hits it off with Joe Manganello, playing a comic version of himself. Manganello encourages the perpetual man-child, Pee-wee, to get out and see what's beyond the city limits by inviting him to attend his swanky birthday party in a few days across the country in New York City. Judd Apatow does lend his name as a producer for this sequel in spirit to his other movies. This one, like his other movies, begins with a dream sequence that's followed by an elaborate contraption-filled morning wake-up routine that would make Rube Goldberg proud. This one's probably the most elaborate that you've seen. Also, like his other films, Pee-wee's Big Holiday plays mostly as a collection of amusing and very loose-hanging vignettes in which we see Pee-wee encounter new sets of endearingly off-center characters. We get a trio of female bank robbers, a farmer that has a bevy of unwed and man-hungry daughters. There's a zany gadget salesman. There's a reclusive mountain man. Pee-wee also gets to hobnob within an Amish community. And anytime somebody says the word Amish, Pee-wee replies Gesundheit. There's also an eccentric heiress that is kind of an Easter egg for a character that appeared in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. There's probably more beefcake and a couple of cheesecake moments than in prior Pee-wee Herman vehicles, but I would say along those lines, there isn't anything overtly sexualized about them, save for what conjures up within your own mind when you see a shirtless Manganello. I will say Manganello does give the film his all in a very ingratiating way, and he kind of steals the movie whenever he's on the screen. There's also a gag involving male strippers and women engaged in a pillow fight, and there's a little bit of raciness here and there. I don't think that it ever crosses any kind of boundaries. I will also say, I don't know that every viewer will pick up on this, certainly not children, but there's 
a very understated homoerotic vibe to this movie, and I'm not sure if I'm reading this much into it. It seems like Pee Wee Herman and Joe Manganiello have this kind of man crush going on. Perhaps it's just a friendly crush, but there are moments when it seems like they're going to become an item, but... If it was intentional, I don't think that it tips its hand in a blatantly obvious way, so we can give it a pass as well as far as being a family-friendly film here. In the role that's defined his career, I think that Paul Rubin fits quite comfortably back with his famous character. He's a little less energetic and probably as a character a little bit more of a homebody introvert, at least in this telling, but he's generally the same character, and the 63-year-old Paul Rubin still looks remarkably not that much older in the role, despite 30 years since Pee-wee's Big Adventure introduced many to the iconic big-screen version of his stage and stand-up persona. Paul Rubens wrote the script with his screenwriting partner, Paul Rust. Both of them collaborated on a Pee-wee Herman vehicle in the past with 2011's HBO special, The Pee-wee Herman Show on Broadway. Behind the camera is first-timer John Lee. He's a veteran of television fare, and this is his first feature film. Although it's nothing really remarkable, I do think that he gets two things right, and that makes it a success. First, I do think he's able to maintain the campy and comic tone of the Pee Wee Herman adventure throughout all of the various encounters that he goes through along the way. And the second thing, and probably most important, is that he doesn't try to copycat the Tim Burton classic in style, even if the plot is very similar. And yet, it still feels very much like a Pee Wee Herman flick through and through, at least in its basic formula. If I had to classify it, I guess Pee Wee's Big Holiday benefits from being a straight-to-Netflix kind of movie, because I don't think that this is the kind of movie that really would get a lot of traction in the theaters, because there is a decidedly low-budget feel to it. It's more of a comfort food flick for fans than I would say it's something that those who are uninitiated to Pee Wee Herman need to go out of their way to see, especially if they've never really cottoned to his kind of zany antics. I would not say this is a knee-slapping comedy. I mean, you're not going to bust a gut laughing throughout this movie, but I would say that for Pee Wee Herman's fans, it definitely delivers more than enough mild chuckles here and there and knowing smiles throughout to make this a worthwhile new adventure for longtime fans of the titular perpetual boy at heart. I'm giving Pee-wee's Big Holiday three stars on my scale means it is worthwhile for fans of Pee-wee Herman and his prior adventures who are looking to get a little bit more. I think it's very genial. I think it does hit all of the marks it really needs to to succeed. And it definitely will leave Pee Wee Herman fans who don't think that the Tim Burton version of Pee Wee Herman is the be-all, end-all with something to smile about once it's all said and done. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the review. If you do, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button and you continue to get all of my podcasts throughout the course of the year. Also, if you happen to be on iTunes or any place else where you can leave a review, I do encourage you to do that. If you want to support the show, that really is the only way that you can do it. The Quipster Film Review Podcast is the name, so seek out wherever you downloaded this and let other people know that this is a show that's worth checking out if they enjoy the latest film reviews. Until next time, whether you're going to the movie theater or just catching something streaming at home, I do hope that you have a great time with the movies, and I hope that this podcast is a part of that process. 